Alright, beautiful people, welcome back to Free Game. Uh, sorry for the long hiatuses, but uh, essentially we're getting our things back together. So we got the new permanent co-host, we got Rock in the building. What's up, the Rock. what's up, what's up, what's up? And then we got Chris Kudger. Um, did I pronounce that right, Kudger? Kudger. Kudger, sorry about that, yeah. man. What's up, um, the, the owner of Level Up, financial consultants. Uh, just kind of here to talk business, talk finance, talk spirituality, talk whatever we talk, right? It's free oh, game. Oh yeah, for sure, most definitely. Free game. So free the game. point of free game is it's free, unrestricted game, life information but wherever mm-hmm. it goes let it go um just kind of start off how did you end up getting into the financial industry and, and finance um finance industry i kind of got thrown into it um i was always dealing with money you know growing up in the streets of atlanta so new money that way um came from a you know church family so my mom was like hey you really really got to learn go to school do this do that so in school you know never was really good at math or anything like that crazy thing i um i got laid off from m not mci sprint pcs and i was recruited from sprint pcs to mci enron and started in the mail room like enron enron yeah yeah so you're so, there but that's wild <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna ask more questions about that most definitely so um started working there and started in the mail room uh went from the mail room into finance and actually got into insurance and once I got into insurance, started learning about it and how, how different funds work and things like that and just started moving up in the company, but got tired of it, wanted to push my own thing. So started doing my own thing in finance with teaching myself credit repair, leveraging credit, things of that sort. So once I started learning and saw how it changed my life financially, I started teaching others. That's incredible. Yeah. I, I actually used to be a high school history teacher. I don't know if you know this, but um, I run, I have four insurance offices now. They give me another one. Oh, um, really? Yeah, so yeah I congrats. Have, I know about the last one. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, so I form insurance offices now, but I became a teacher because I felt like I didn't learn shit about money, mm-hmm. and I wanted to teach it, and then I realized you can't teach money in school. Like, you have to teach the curriculum, so yeah. I left. Yeah. It was one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What, um, but I got to ask, what was it like being in Enron? Did you know that, like, dirty shit was going on? Not like that. Okay. Not like that. I wasn't, I wasn't at the level and privy to the information that was going on but it was like that day we got there man it was um a helicopter landed and it was in alpharetta the office right up here um helicopter landed and they came with like boxes with envelopes in it and stuff like that and they were like yeah we're laying y'all off that's crazy wow. but the crazy thing before like the week before you know you're not getting any calls coming in and stuff like that and everybody just sitting around there like hey well i like this and i'm like no nah. <laughs> yeah, it was quiet it's, it's before the storm. Yeah, I said, it don't feel right. I said, you know, that in order for calls and stuff to stop coming to our center, you know, somebody has to hit something on the switchboard to redirect those calls. I said, so, but okay, maybe it'll be better tomorrow, a week like that. And then that's when mm-hmm. they, they landed a helicopter and they laid all of us off, man. But I um, ended up getting recruited from MCI directly to AIG, Charters Insurance, which was some other bs that they had going on yeah 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 the same thing where they changed the names of the companies but in that just learning the different departments and finance and and you know just seeing how rich and wealthy people move and i'm like yo i need to be able to do this for my family and so a lot of it you know when you're in it a lot of people are not going to give you certain information so you got to seek a lot of this information on your own so um, you know, at the time, the aware, the level of awareness I had, I didn't, I didn't have what I had now. So it was just taking information and you know, just trial and error, trying this. And then when I came into credit repair, that's when I just took off running with it, you know, and just trying to do finances for myself, providing myself with an income instead of working for somebody. And I, I love it. That's right? incredible, man. Yeah. Um, I just kind of wanted for the listeners that aren't sure, 
and you're gonna probably know more than I will on this. This this sounds like early 2000 stuff, right? Yeah, early 2000 so stuff. Yeah, Enron yeah. was like one of the biggest scandals, like 2001 ish. Yeah. Yeah. It was they were cooking the books and cooking all the books stuff. and all this stuff. Yeah, it's it's almost like boiler room. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it is. Wait, it is boiler room. Yeah, it that's is. exactly. And and when I teach my agents, one of the first things I have them do is I have them watch like Boiler Room or Wolf of Wall Street, but I prefer Boiler Room. And I tell them forget the ethics, just take the mindset and the approach, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then use the ethics we right. teach them. And you can have the best of both worlds, yeah. Because like they were obviously killers at sales, yeah. And like and all yeah. the other stuff. So like mm -hmm. there's a lesson, right? Yeah. In, in the in sales that, part, right? yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm sure that that was actually helpful, Most outside of the ethics of, of what they were doing. And, and that's why when you said when you gave both of those movies and you said Wolf of, Wolf of Wall Street, you know, Boiler that would be a better one than Wolf of Wall Street. But when like you said when you you a lot of a lot of things that we see is information. You know, you chew up the meat, spit out the bones, right? Mm -hmm. So in good, watching mm -hmm. in watching the movie. When you looked at just his approach to sales and just his mindset, he sat at the table and he already knew he had the person sold before the person came on the phone. Right. Yeah. And if that's my reality, then that's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and the caller just came into my world, which is my reality. Exactly. Therefore, what I say manifests. So when you look at it like that, man, like that, that's a real good point in that movie. Is it just his whole approach? Right. His whole approach. Yeah. You know? No, it's it's literally all mindset. Obviously, all mindset. Um, those of you that don't, that aren't gonna be seeing this on camera, it looks like Moldavite and maybe Amethyst. Am Definitely right? Moldavite and Amethyst. Yeah. Okay. All right. So no. um, obviously, <laughs> I, I already kind of have an idea. Plus, I know he's friends with Rock. That I know he's in spirituality. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but Moldavite, and correct me if I'm wrong. Again, I got my Labradorite and my other. Uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. I'm obviously a big fan of Moldavite. The, the power in the, the earth asteroid? and the stones. The ast the, uh, the asteroid. Yeah. Um, it's uh, one of the most powerful manifestation stones. I was going to say it's supposed um, to be the most powerful. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like even more than gold. Even more than gold. Uh, with Moldavite, though, it's a stone you have to get used to. It's not something you can just pick up and say, "Hey, I'm going to wear this." You know, like even with holding it in your hand, you can you can feel the energy mm -hmm. from the stone. But mm -hmm. like a, a a a piece this size, you know, number one, Moldavite. It's a hundred bucks. It's, 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 well, no, this one was uh, twelve hundred. Okay. But mm -hmm. Moldavite, the bigger, like it's 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 getting a lot more expensive now. But then you have a lot of fake Moldavite out there as well. Right. So mm -hmm. you just got to go to a reputable place. I got this one from uh, the Open Mind Center here in Roswell. I was going to ask well, you right. Roswell, right. Yeah. I had a piece and then I lost it. Mm -hmm. And um, the lady that sold it to me, who uh, I would basically go to for all my stones, basically what Chris is saying is super true for those that get into stones. You got to find a reputable person. Yeah. Because they'll right. rip you off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Moldavite, what she told me was like, you got to be careful with this because you're bringing about your future faster. Faster. And it's not always good. And it's not always mm -hmm. good. Carmen, so like, Carmen got dizzy. Yeah, yeah. 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 And see, um, with yeah. this one, I, I would hold it in my hand for like 30 minutes, and then I'll get dizzy. Mm -hmm. Then the next day, I will hold it, and I can hold it for like an hour and a half, two hours. But it took time to be able to actually wear it. And now I put it on, and I don't I don't take it off. And then you know? amethyst would be almost a balance with that. Yeah. Amethyst right. like helps with like headaches and mm -hmm. like transmutes negative into positive, mm -hmm. if yep. I'm correct. Transmutation, yeah. Um, that's like mental alchemy for anybody listening. We're already jumping right into it, boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. gonna, I told you. <laughs> get right into I it. I told you. Um, so I guess well, that's a good bridgeway into like, how does spirituality play a role in in money and business now? And what are you doing now now that you're on your own? All right. So spirituality for me is big, especially when you know money is going to come from clients, and I feel like we're held accountable for every way that we sow, whether we sow in through our time, through what we say, through our money. You're held accountable for where those words fall. You're held accountable for that money you gave to that person. We're all held accountable for what it's going to produce. Everything is seed sowing, mm -hmm. right? So um, 
when 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 we're when when you're speaking like with me, all money is not good money. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I want to attract the right clients. Speak on it. Yeah. You know? So therefore, I'll have a, I have a list of the clients that I want to attract. I know what clients I dealt with in the past, and you know when you're dealing with finance, you're gonna you you meet an array of people. <laughs> Trying to do an array that was smooth. of colorful things. That was things. smooth. I give it yeah. to you. Yeah, <laughs> that, oh, that was smooth. Yeah. And so, so in that, you you want to attract the right client, and and attracting the right client when you're, I feel like when you're in that frequency, if we're attracting, then mm-hmm. I might as well attract, you know, the right opportunities as well. You know, so if I have the right opportunities and in finance, and if I have the right clients, then when an opportunity comes about, I can. It's always lucrative. It's all, if I ha, if I've attracted a client that I know I've already done his profile and he's gonna he sees that 830 or 850 credit score and he sees his trade account working his way up to a million dollars he's not a person that's gonna be like hey I'm jumping ship I'm just gonna go out here and I'm gonna go ahead and just party it no he's gonna he, he has discipline he has mental and spiritual discipline to like no this is growing so let me let me just let this sit you know but when you when you're dealing with those clients that as soon as most clients, they see they score the 700, they're going to get a house, they're going to get a car, or they're gonna, they, they see that credit card offer that pops up, they're gonna go ahead and take it and run with it. So my thing with spirituality, I take time, you know, three times a day, uh, 4.44 in the morning, 11.44 um, midday, and 11.44 at night. Pray, meditate, consult the universe. And specifically for the clients that I wanna attract, those clients for me, attracting the right client sets me up for the perfect funnel to fund the future that I plan on doing mm. as the philanthropist, as the light worker that I'm trying to be. Now, is uh, 444, is that um, related to like Shango, like Orisha? Well, no, well, that's um, based off the angel numbers. Okay. 444, hard work, right. uh, determination, you know. So um, so in that, that's just, that was just a, a time frame that I chose to get up and start, you know, um, praying and meditating. But one thing I noticed with studying wealthy people, I heard them talking about the 3 o'clock news. And I'm like, they do they do news at 3 a.m. And this was back in the day, and it's like, no, but now they do news 24-7. But I would hear Oprah talking about the news, and I'm hearing all these people that's talking about the news. And it's like, if you're asleep at 3 o'clock, then people have already made a decision on your well-being in your life. So what I started hmm. to notice that most successful people are up at 3 o'clock. So if Jesus, I plan, man, if I I plan to, yeah, I'm like, if uh, I plan to be up, and if I'm planning to be successful, then let me follow the same rituals that they're following. Because we all know the rituals we follow in private, we're rewarded what? In public. Right. So let me take on, if, if you hang around a barbershop long enough, you get a haircut, right? Right. right. So if I'm hanging around rich people, I'm hanging around wealthy, I'm hanging around this finance stuff, and I know I come from a poor family. I come from a DC6 neighborhood, drugs, prostitution, murder. I right. come from that. Then let me study the habits of these people that have kind of figured something out different if I want to present different to my kids. Mm, it's beautiful. Success leaves clues, see, yeah. Exactly. And the thing about it, like, we, we have to understand. What hours do you sleep? <sighs> he doesn't sleep, man. He's like a vampire. Do you nap? No, I do he, nap. Like I'm a, a huge napper. He's like I a vampire. Nap. But, but for, for if, well, I, if I, I get two and a half hours, three hours of sleep, I'm good. See? Dude, I was literally just thinking I'm going to start getting up at five again, and now I'm like, I'm lazy? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was, really, I was really like, like you know what? Like I got to go to six again. I'm like I'm because I said I was so my diet got yo. Know, I dropped weight. I, I, unfortunately, I'll get to that later. But um, my energy level and my fir- the first week sucked, and my, I was super lethargic, and it was almost like a withdrawal from like all the unhealthy mm-hmm. shit you constantly put in your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, I, I I'm not consistent as I should be by far. 
Um, but whenever I am consistent, like I need less sleep. I need less sleep, but I'm a napper. Like mm-hmm. I, I take a couple naps midday, a little 26 minute nap. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, all right, good, good, yeah. good, ready to go. I'm the exact opposite, man. You give me six, six and a half hours, I'm good. You give me five hours, you got a three-year-old on your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. Every, everybody's different. Like, every everybody is different. I think, I think right. And I think it depends on where we are. I think it really depends on Facts. where we are. Because you could, you could go through certain things in life and your sleep sleep doesn't matter. You know, if you're and, super excited and you're going yeah, for a goal, or right. something you, you're like that. Su- if you have a goal set or you went through some type of traumatic experience and you you did a quantum leap in your healing and now you really really see your purpose, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what about sleep? So me, for those me, that, for them those that might not understand, please explain quantum leap because that's a great term. Okay, so uh, a quantum leap. So uh, in certain situations, when you're going through your spiritual journey, you know, our goal when you're, we're talking about. Um, not to go too deep. We're talking about affecting people. You right? can't we, go too deep on the show. Okay. Okay. So we can't go. So deep. Yeah, so let's, get the, get the shovel out and start doing. Okay. So when we're talking about, uh, but the, just explain the terms. The the microcosm and the yep. macrocosm. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's just say we take it as if like this right here, or let's say a rug. All right. And when you're talking about the macro, the macro is the whole rug, right? And the micro is us as individuals. So when you're looking at how close things are on a rug, if I do anything to hurt the fiber that's next to me, I'm tearing down the whole rug, right? Mm -hmm. So when we look at things, we wanna make sure we're always putting good out. So when we're speaking about the macro and the micro, we are the micro and everything else is the macro, right? All right, so we wanna make sure that everything that we say and everything we put out into the universe is all good because we have to eat the fruit of the seeds that we sow, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So if we always depositing good, then that fruit that we're eating is what is good. If we always deposit negativity, then we eat negative fruit, right? So this is something I, I, I battle with myself in, internally all the time. Um, and this kind of came up in my ayahuasca trip, right? Like, I've come to terms with the fact that as much light as I want to be, I have to embrace my shadow side. And there's like a <laughs> line in me that sometimes I'm going to fucking kill somebody. Yeah. And, and, and I have to be okay with that. Yeah. Because that's what I am. But I, but I have to be the best bad guy I can be when I'm a bad guy. Exactly. Exactly. If that's exactly. Is, but do you agree exactly. with that? Okay. No, no. No, 100% agree. And I, I think that's where that's... It's like 90% of time be good, and then like 10% of time, you got to like keep that you have to. in you. You have to. Yeah. And, 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 and that's another thing that's big when we're talking about finance. You know, anybody in the finance industry, you can't think that they got there by being a nice guy. Give me a good guy. Mm. By being a good guy. You know, yeah, because because the thing about it, um, I don't know if you guys um, watch this show. Um, it's on Peacock, Yellowstone. No, but no. I hear great things all the time. With Kevin Costner. I hear great things all the oh time. Oh, my God, yo. If you haven't watched the show, you got to watch That's the show. That's one of them, Yellowstone. Yeah, it's just about building um, family wealth. Mm-hmm. They were one of the richest family, one of the top families, like, in the U.S. They had over 300 and some thousand acres in Montana. Um, they and, and, and everybody kept trying to come at them to take the land. So many different big corporations. But it, it, it's just teaching you, like, when you're building, you have to be prepared to battle. You could be, you're, you're like, right now in everything that you're doing, whether you're building your podcast, you're building your family, what we don't understand, we live in a world that has good and evil. And as you build, there are still other powers that might see you building, increasing in your home. They might see your cars increasing. They see your clothing changing. They see you got a big podcast. They see you got this and they're like, okay, well, okay, he, he, somebody's always coming to try to take what you have. There's always a chance. So in that, even though you're building, even though we're spiritual, that that 
small percentage of that dark side is there for a reason because you would have to tap into that in order to defend what you have built. I like that there for mm-hmm. a reason. It almost by defending it, you almost level up again. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And, and exactly. Jesus, not Jesus. Uh, God's favorite angel, Michael, was a killer. Uh huh. Right. right. And Peter. Uh, right. And, and Peter. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and Peter. Peter's quick with the sword. Exactly. <laughs> and, the, and and and, and right. when you when but when yeah. you see the example of Peter. Peter was to the point where in order for God to stop him, he had to what? Blind him and knock him down in the road. He was just such a fighter. He was just so aggressive though. So so in that you're supposed to have that in you. But I think as we go on this, when we start our healing journey, you know, it's the part of unlearn and relearn. Mm-hmm. And especially the stuff that you learn in church with good and bad and then you think you're not supposed to have no bad in you whatsoever, no darkness in you whatsoever. Right. But that was put there for a reason. Do you ever you ever see um have you guys ever seen Black is King? No. Black is King. It's um, no, Beyonce and Jay Z made it. Uh, maybe just Beyonce made it. I'm assuming Jay Z helped. Um it's like a almost Orisha or Aoife take on the Lion King. It's really? so symbolic and powerful, and one of my favorite parts in the whole thing, I, I absolutely love it. One of my favorite parts in the whole thing is The Mood Forever, which is like one of my favorite songs. We came out to that like at the wedding. Um, right, and like and, uh, lyrically, obviously, those two are just brilliant, but there's this really dope part where like at the end of the song, the boy is walking, and like Jay-Z's almost, like ta- it's like a b- thing they made for their son, basically like to guide him through life, through the future. Mm-hmm. But he's walking on like a chessboard, and Jay-Z, if he ever sees this, forgive me if I paraphrase this wrong, but like, um, he would probably be my favorite interview maybe ever, but like, um, he, the boy's walking and he goes, you know, like, as you grow in life, you're going to see the, the swing between good and evil or light and dark, if you will. And it's not a fight the way people present it to you. It's more of a conversation when you learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I always thought that was so powerful. It was like, like the two heads of each, they're not really even fighting each other. They're like, all right, cool. So you got the power right now. I'll take it back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there has to be a balance here. It has it. to be a balance. And and I thought that that was such like a interesting and powerful way to think of it. But I think uh, when we I think when we think about that when you're talking about the duality, you know, we're so caught up on that this is good and this is evil. When good and evil both understand that it has to be balanced regardless. That's what mm. you see this time. It's like you know, two so, sides of the same thing. So it's like faith and fear. Faith and because fear. Because fear is just faith in a bad outcome. Exactly. Yeah, that normally never happens. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, 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 I like that. That's good. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, so obviously spirituality play a big role. A big role. A big role. Um, spirituality, um, you know, we, we ought to, I feel like we ought to seek uh, source. Uh, come closer to that, Mike. We ought to um, seek source for everything, right? Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. seeking source for everything, you seek out the best possible outcome for everything, right? If that's what we're going for, we're going for the best possible outcome. So in seeking source, you're going to give you the right the right clients. The right clients, you're going to have the right opportunities. You're going to attract right. exactly what you're supposed to attract to you in seeking him first instead of going out doing it on your own and then have to seek source for guidance for what you've already called in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about, I feel like it's about with, 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 with healing. It's about being strategic as we learn, you know. Right. And, and in being strategic, it's like, okay, if, I, if, if these are the mistakes that I've made, I'm learning from this, then how can we do this just a little bit better? You know, and in doing it just a little bit better, let's seek source first before we go out here and do something that we got to seek source to come and recruit and come and redo it for us anyway. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I like the way you put it when you were talking about you were going out to ask the universe mm-hmm. what to do. I think about Mike Burke, who um, who was on here. Mike says a thing during his um, sound therapy sessions. He said, if you think of the universe, 
as one song, unit being one, verse being song, and then you're just tuning your frequency mm-hmm. into, into that, that song. Into that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Making yeah. sure it's harmonious with, with the movement around you, Exactly. Right? Yeah. So that you're not messing up the whole puzzle piece of creation. Of creation, yeah. And then I think it's before um, we turned the mics on, you were saying that your background, or maybe it was with the mics on, your background um, comes from a Christian background? Yes. I grew up in a church. My dad was a bishop for Church of God in Christ. Uh, my mom was a missionary. I was in church every Sunday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And you're normally at church all day, every day. You know, uh, grew up in the Christian church. You know, I was in the choir, played drums, I sung. You know, um, ran the um, the film ministry. Like I was, uh, my pastor's alma bear. I was alma bear for some of the biggest pastors here in Georgia. I played drums for some of the biggest pastors here in Georgia. So, like being in church, like I came up the Christian way. You know, and 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 one thing that that was crazy that opened my eyes up to spirituality. Um, uh, it wasn't a Jehovah Witness. I think it was a Hebrew Israelite was on the train with my brother and they got to talking about spirituality and stuff like that and so he came home with my brother and you know my dad being being a bishop he came in he was like well I'm gonna talk to your dad how, how old was your brother this time my, my brother my, Mike was like I was in um I was in ninth grade so he had to be I think he was a freshman in college mm. so <laughs> this dude, okay, come, this dude comes home um with with my um uh, with my brother and so that's sitting at the dinner table. And Is your brother older or younger? Older. older. Okay. So, so you're still in high school. Still in high school. So uh, they're sitting at the table. And what, what actually opened my eyes up to he was asking my dad questions, you know, about the Bible and stuff. And it was certain things that my dad couldn't answer. Mm-hmm. You know? And, Do you, you remember know, what some of the questions were? I, I, I don't remember all of them. Yeah. I, I know my brother does, though. And so um, with, with, the, with the different questions he was asking, it made me go back and start, you know, doing different research. And then after doing research and then learning about, you know, the chakras and spirituality, it opened my eyes up to something uh, on a whole other level. Billy Carson in the making. Nice. On a whole other level. And so um, after, like, you know, you know, going through some of the things that I went through, man, like now knowing Source as my source mm. right now knowing and how to tap into the god like energy inside me you know it, it it teaches you you know you are a god having a human experience mm-hmm. right and the quicker you understand that and believe that it's one thing to understand it but it's another thing to actually believe in it and walk in it 100 percent. Right. feel that emotion that's just, now it's just like take something as simple as this as men we walk different when we know we got money mm-hmm. yeah a man walks mm-hmm. different when his money is right you know so it's just something about money that gives him the faith in itself to say like yeah this is the person that I'm portraying because well, money right. you can get a, a deal done no matter what you exactly can- right exactly but but money helps you truly I feel like that money is just simply a tool to, to let help you be you. exactly who you are exactly who you are mm-hmm. right? if you're an asshole you're more of an asshole exactly yeah <laughs> exactly so let's just say to do some inner work and go back to the creator and understand how and why you were created so if something mm. happened to your Tesla, you would take it back to the manufacturer, right? So we go back to oh, the creator of us. Oh, man, that, that was nice. And now, <laughs> now the creator yeah. of us is showing us <laughs> what? Yeah. He's saying, no, hold on, hold on. No, no, you're, you're, not, you're not fearful. You don't lack. You're not lazy. You're not this, you're not that. That's not what I put in you. That wasn't the purpose you were created for. But let me show you everything I put in you. Mm-hmm. Okay, you so leading you. That, 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 so now that, that I'm going over the different things that's in me, that I'm strong, that I'm positive, that I'm relentless, 
you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm well-versed in several different skills. Now that I know that's me, it takes me to believe enough in me to know that no matter what deal I put on the table, I walk it out. No matter what credit profile comes before me, I'll get it clean. No matter what person that comes that's broken and hurt, I'll help heal them. I'll show them to the light. We have to believe enough in us because it's, what we, it's, it's, mm. what, it's what's been put in us. That's what the manufacturer put in you. Tesla gonna do what it do all day. That Tesla plaid is gonna do what it's supposed to do on paper all day because that's what the manufacturer put in it. So when we, I feel like when we, when we go in on our spirituality and we learn what's in us, now you can walk just like that money in your pocket, making you walk with all that confidence. You don't need the money. The money is now simply after effects. Why? Why do you think? Um, I recently just got invited, and I hope I don't get kicked out. But I recently got invited to a Bible study um, on Friday mornings, <laughs> right? And I am what I am. I'm a very strong believer, but I'm also a different type of believer. Yeah, and I love Luke. Um, yeah. I love yeah. Luke, man. I, pre- I was pretty sure today I was going to get kicked out. They were, they were yeah. like, what did you do this weekend? I was like, oh, an ayahuasca journey. You know? And they were like, what? <laughs> what kind of demonic shit is that? And I was like, oh. <laughs> exactly. What? I was like, well, it's not. I feel closer to God than any of you, and God speaks with me and doesn't speak with you. So like, maybe you guys should open up. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Um, why do you think, and again, like, and, and they're good people. They, they, like, they weren't at all trying to be dicks. They weren't at all trying to be judgy. Um, I mean, not judgy in like an... Uh, Everybody has a lot of judgment, right? Yeah, so not, like, not, they, they, a, not a I'm better than you sense is what you Yeah, mean. it was just more yeah. like, like, hey, Luke, you know, you got to be careful. And I was like, you know, I was like, are you comparing a 10-year-old's experience with the Ouija board to me explaining to you I've been working on my own meditation for 15 years and did ayahuasca, like, with a shaman? Right. Like, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I was exactly. like, all right, but cool, we'll, we'll entertain this. And again, in their defense, they were they stood their ground, and I, I don't think it's bad, so I stood mine. But, like, what I've noticed is, is in, and I come from a Christian background, mm-hmm. so my spirituality is... Christian foundation and then my pyramid goes up with my own I go to source through within right and mm-hmm. then I, I love to mm-hmm. use plants which mm-hmm. I think is the most natural it's like Earth's little yeah as you know it's, me, my, it's Earth's GPS exactly hey you want to get the guy mm-hmm. this is GPS this, this is it yeah like I've been here a bunch of times I still gotta use GPS mm-hmm. like it is what it is um, why do you think in particular the Christian religion has such a pushback to people feeling that they can go straight to source and even the term source offends them this exactly. can of worms this, this, is about to crack open. It is. It's a, it's, a, it's a very big one. And, and for um, anybody listening, like, it's not a, a disrespectful thing. Um, it's just I'm, I genuinely, like, it's kind of what I was asking. I was like, why does this offend? Like, I'm, 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 I think I'm closer to God. It's, <laughs> it's, it's several, several different ways um, you, can, you can approach that. Like, even if you approach it simply from a financial standpoint, you know, um, if I tell you, exactly how to get to source if i if i start teaching you the truth a control on, on, yeah then therefore if i teach you that the 10 percent that i tell you you have to give it it, it literally is simply the 10 percent of your time your money it could be 10 percent of anything it does not have to be money which is you your know, currency which is your currency. your currency so if i if i start to teach you the truth then that means something happens to the hierarchy that i have over me and my finances if i really really start teaching you the truth where you don't necessarily have like the church is in you it's in you it's, it's a lack of control uh, yeah they, so, they feel like that you yeah. won't need the church a lot of money bottom especially in, especially especially in the black and minority community so yeah. when you take when you um I, I know you guys know dr umar like when I he don't. dr umar johnson mm-hmm. um black philosopher I said, Dr. Umar Johnson talks about, you know, when you're building communities, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, in the black community, we surround our, uh, we build our communities around the church. 
well, the problem is which is a good foundation. Which is a good foundation. Right? Like I'm, I'm actually pro church. Yeah. It's just what well, kind of the problem in that is the church doesn't give back enough to the black community to sustain it on fin- on a financial level. Okay. When you take and you look like, let's say, um, you say you've been at, uh, in Alpharetta when it was just like horse community, right? Like right. Yeah. So I, I was out here when it was just like two roads, Mike, Mike, Mike two lanes, yeah, going down, going down four hundred, right? So when it had the little dirt road between the two lanes and 400, like it, it wasn't really anything out here, but on exit 11, it was the bank. And when you paid attention, they built the community around the bank and the school systems. And once you get, the, now one thing about the bank, the bank is always doing things to give back to the community. Even if you don't mm. see it, the bank is always giving back. You know, so when you talk about the black church and why Christianity has such a huge pushback, that's one thing. Number two, you're talking about a religion that has been pushed, poured, and to a certain extent, like forced on a lot of people. I'd say more than a no. It's not even a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, people like are getting forced. killed for translating yeah. it, like forced on people. Literally, and yeah. so and so in they're it. burning people alive when they thought yeah. the earth was round. Mm-hmm. And that's when I get so frustrated. And they're like, well, the church things that I'm like, all of history. Yeah, and so so in it now doesn't mean it's bad, but like, come on. It, 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 and, 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 I'm, and, I'm, and I'm not saying it's bad. It's just like so in it now. You're pushing. Your beliefs now, just as just as gung ho as everybody is about the Christian religion, understand the Muslims are the same yeah, about theirs. Right. Buddhists are the same. They're about like theirs. where the Christians were about 500 years ago. Yeah, I would say the Muslim religion almost revert. They used to be in Muslim religion, the Islamic religion, sort of center around. Um, when the Christians were in the Dark Ages was when they were in their Golden Age, mm-hmm. and now they've almost mm, flipped. Reversed. And yeah. it's almost like, I mean, it's what it is. We look kind of evidence, right? The yeah. Muslim religion is almost like, and they're dark age like less educated yeah. like a lot a lot of those countries have the highest illiteracy rates in the world mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. at least it was 2011 when i was in grad school i remember afghanistan had the lowest literacy rate in the entire world really mm. so what happens is they all are very spiritual people but they have to go to i don't know what the um pastor's name is uh, the Muslim the leader or who yeah the, yeah the, yeah they have to go to him for information but you know what though man that that's like one of the premises of slavery Mm-hmm. Right, they were brought in, so it, it, they, they 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 didn't allow them to read. Control, you mm-hmm. know why? Yeah, it's control. It's control is one yeah. thing, but it's another thing too. Though, even when you go through your chakra systems, if you begin reading, that begins giving you hope. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And then when you get hope, you start thinking outside of where you sing. Where you sing? Yeah. Like like your third eye opens up, and, and like you're hey, able to, to you know what's it, happening. It starts here. You, you, you look at speaking hey. the truth, and mm-hmm. then so the, the construct of the church or the finances of the church mm-hmm. begin to drop down because you're no longer dependent on them yeah you're like i respect you for the for the piece that worked for me however now now i'm connected right and to me that's the true living of the of the scripture right so like this is where i often get in in, i don't want to say arguments but disagreements with meth he's growing he's growing um (laughs) dude i'm I'm trying so much to calm down like (laughs) like i used to be a hothead so you know, um, Jesus, I am the way, I am the path, you know, only mm-hmm. way salvation is through me, right? So oftentimes people in church will be like, no, you have to go to church, look at that line. And I'm like, how does I am the way, the path, I mean, go to church? Jesus didn't go to church. Mm-mm. Like, name me, show me one fucking time they went to church and hung out. Like, the right. time he goes, he flips the table and he's like causing a scene. It was like, right. you guys yeah. are all hypocrites. Yeah, the incongruence And I was like, ridiculous. I was like, <laughs> if anything, he was walking the streets with his boys. Being yeah. good to people. With the disciples. Which, so I am the way is not a thought, it's an action. So I'm supposed to basically be good to people. And again, the ayahuasca journey to me was like, don't be so heavenly that you're useless here on earth. Mm-hmm. Stay super grounded. Mm-hmm. Stay super grounded Ooh. that like you're. Um, write that down. 
that like I'm going to basically lead my people through the mud more or less, right? Like, like it wasn't like what I wanted, but it was still good, right? Yeah. Um, but it, to me, like that was my biggest thing. And I was like, like, all right, so you guys are simplifying and saying like praying to Jesus is the way to go to heaven. Like, I'm the way. That means action. That's like taking steps, mm-hmm. right? And so that, that's where I get like these <laughs> disagreements. I would say. <laughs> With, um, with people and it's not against the book or Jesus it's against the church I guess as a political group uh, right. I, I keep trying to say it's not the church but it is <laughs> well, you if, you, if you say as a political group I get exactly what you're yeah. saying yeah. Yeah. but I mean people people take uh, I feel like translation translation is all about a level of comprehension and people comprehend it differently. That's a really mm-hmm. everybody comprehends it, it differently mm-hmm. that's you know? a really accurate way to put it that's, that's just like um I could take the Bible and show people, you know, how amazing Jesus is and why they should follow him. But that's just like a person uh, that's a KKK can take the Bible and show you why they should do what they do. Right. Correct. So it's it's a level of comprehension. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen the book of Eli, the movie. Yes, mm-hmm. right. It's, there's, a, there's a scene in that movie where the guy was like, he was like, you got us out here and you got guys that can't read that's looking for some book. He says, not just some book. He said, if you aim it at the hearts of man, you can control oh, them yeah. for mm-hmm. nations and mm-hmm. years to come. You can enslave a man's mind right. for years to come. So you, you got to understand how powerful that is. And I think we take it for granted every day when we when we rush our kids off and do this in church and that, and, and, and we're not necessarily being accountable. It's, it's the same thing that our parents taught us. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, when once you start to be awakened by certain things, you know, it's about the person's level of awareness now. So I guarantee exactly. you certain things have happened before that tried to get your attention before your awakening. But it was all about your level of awareness. I right? used to be way more egotistical. I, I used to have a strong ego, which honestly helped me get to where I'm at in business. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what Chris was just talking about. Yeah. But, like, it's at a certain level, right? Like, all right, cool, you got there. Now lower yourself. Yeah. Which was another mm-hmm. big part of my journey. But see, but now when, when you talk about lowering yourself, that's actually a level up because you, deci- was, you exactly. decided to let ego die. Yeah, it was. Uh, and once it was ego, a, it was a death. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same thing with me. Same thing with me. I, I can, I'm, I'm telling you, I can remember, I can remember the exact time where ego took a stab, took the biggest mm. stab, and it was, it was um, actually it's after, painful. Yeah, it is. I, I laughed at mine though. Yeah, like, which and, was the reason why I got my blessings. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and see, that's okay. how. I, but I, I sat back, I laughed at it, and I was just like, "Okay, what I thought mattered didn't matter. The only thing matter is healing, you know. Mm-hmm. So in order to do that, you're gonna have to kill your ego, bro. And then, but in killing the ego, I learned how to love myself. Go back so to when, the Bible, he mm-hmm. who gives his life gains it. Gains it, yeah, yeah. And then that, and, and then even in that, you, in giving your life, when you give your life, now you've agreed to just follow source. And exactly. that's the main thing. Right. Once ego dies, it's about completely letting go. Completely letting go. We yeah, want no. control. We want to know when it's going to come, how it's going to come, where it's going to come from. No. Just flow. I was, I was reading a um, phenomenal book. It's called The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. He wrote 40 Laws of Power and stuff. And it's mm. the second or third last chapter. And it's talking about like seizing the moment of the times. And he's talking about the camera, Danton. Um, something Danton. Huge. One of basically the leader not necessarily as known but like the leader of like the french revolution and you know he was offered um, a position on the king's court and he was like you guys don't understand the river's moving 
you guys have to realize and move with the river and that's life that's falling source right, right. it's mm-hmm. like you could try mm-hmm. to swim upstream and, and if you're a good enough swimmer you could do it my god you're wasting energy you're wasting yeah. a lot of energy versus just going with yeah. the stream mm-hmm. and and that's how i think of like life it's um interesting and then actually that ties back in when you said money with the currency that got me thinking exactly mm-hmm. um basically one of my friends antonio he was actually on here once although we ended up i think taking the episode off but um he was saying that what's interesting about money is all of the terms of money you, you probably know better than I would but it's all money it's all water references they're banks mm-hmm. mm. currency oh, currencies wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, everything there was like three other things but it was all it was all water references and it was because it's supposed to flow back and forth mm-hmm. it's supposed to go in mm. and out currency is supposed to flow money is currency is supposed to flow when you hold it in your hand tight yeah Nothing is coming out of your hand, and the, but the, nothing is coming in it either. Yeah, ex- mm-hmm. exactly. So you and, and we have to we have to learn to not necessarily spend money recklessly, but I think with life we get so caught up in okay, this has to be paid, that has to be paid. Well, I'm not going to do that because if you're doing that, you're not living in the moment, and if you're doing that, then currency is not flowing for you. Right. Mm. So, but the, the fact of how you plan your day out and how, if bills is your Goliath every morning you wake up, then you're not, you're not allowing money to do what it does. And you're going against what it was created to do, which was flow. You Man, I just had a Bruce Lee moment. I you know, you know, Bruce Lee always talks about, you gotta be like water. Water, yeah. uh-huh. right? If it mm-hmm. goes in the glass, mm-hmm. take the shape of the glass. It can, it can either flow, make mm-hmm. you feel good, or it can crash, mm-hmm. right? So you're just talking about when you wake up and you see that Goliath of the bills every day, mm-hmm. right? It's just a matter of, of how you're using your currency, yeah. right? And what what's going on. So basically what you're saying is how you spend your time and on what you pay attention to, your current will flow. Your current will flow. In that way. But you, know, you talked about loving yourself. When you spend your time and pay attention to loving yourself, we were talking about this when we walked in. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I got this from Mike Burke. Dude, he's so cool. And and basically what, what he said was, like coming from your solar plexus chakra to your heart chakra, until you, um, you, you, you've, you've generated and sustained self-love, you can neither receive nor give unconditional love. And the unconditional love is what he's talking about mm-hmm. to be able to hold the responsibility of what it is you're blessing. Yeah, you're blessing is, yeah what you're blessing the earth with. Which makes you far more powerful than you ever could be with an ego or anger or, or exactly. whatever. Exactly. And then what I would add on, on top of that metaphor, which I think is super accurate, is really thoughtful, um, would be summer showers are, are, are way more fruitful than hurricanes. Than right? hurricanes. So yeah. Yeah. being yeah. consistent with it, I, I basically stole, a good uh, more or less stole from Zig Ziglar. He wasn't exactly, he wasn't talking about money necessarily, but when mm-hmm. you were just talking about that, it made me mm-hmm. think of that because by always being open and just doing a little bit, constantly you can grow the plants much better than one you know right. surge downpour right. and then right. nothing and mm-hmm. then that you know what i mean yeah so yeah that's what chris we we're talking about in the truck yeah. chris, chris was saying it, it's not it's not your, it's not everybody's season for everything it ain't and it's and, and then the key is is knowing when it is but being able to be joyful for those whose season it is mm. and i think uh like i was talking to my daughter uh, my daughter gave me a call she was like dad i need your help you know you know just for my mental my mental health, like I need your help. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, what's the problem? And she was like, well, I'm just seeing how, you know, people are being blessed and people are getting this thing and that. And she was like, you know, and it's just, I'm not understanding why, um, why I don't know, maybe I, I develop a jealous spirit or I'm envy of them. And I was like, well, what you have to understand is, I said, I told her about my mentor, Marcus. I remember when I first met Marcus and I saw Marcus, how he was moving and stuff like that in finance. And I was like, okay, uh, if he know it, I know it. Success has no respect to person. So if I learn the information, 
information. It's just about getting out here doing it. But what I didn't understand that that boy had been grinding for years. Right. He was like the Chinese bamboo right. tree. He had been watering and mm-hmm. he had been fertilizing his dream for years. And mm-hmm. now it was like within a year he went from a couple of hundred thousand a month to now over eight point some million a month now. And I told her, I said, I feel like a lot of times we prematurely judge people in their situations. You don't know where that person is. Mm-hmm. I said, that person that, that, you, that you're seeing that's being blessed and you're feeling a little jealous, I said, you have to change your perception of it. I said, num- number one, you have there to you understand go. that it came from somewhere. All right. And now you have to understand what happened in your life. What type of trauma happened in your life that made you feel envious of others? That made you feel like you that you had to be jealous of somebody. Where where, where did you feel like you were shortchanged and you didn't get mm-hmm. something that you don't have the patience to wait for what you prayed for? And so it, it allowed her to take a step back and like, okay, then I need, I need let me go inward and let me look at it. But we prematurely I said that I said this we, we prematurely judge situations. You never know where somebody is on that journey. Mm-hmm. And if you see a person in the open that's getting blessed, regardless, that's their journey. It's their journey. We all have our own. Right. I like that. And and if it's not your time, it's just not your time. And, and you know, we, we all and, and even in saying and when we're saying it's not your time, right? We all know everybody that has a success story, even when you talk about your success right now, you had what? Hard oh times. Bro, I, was, yeah. I was living everybody on the floor of my office. Yeah. Okay? yeah. So so we know that success does not come without hard times. Matter of fact, they live in the same community. Sometimes they barbecue and your ass is what's right. on the grill. Right, 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 exactly. And, and, but we have to understand that you're in the fire to purge out all negative things. Mm-hmm. And the purge is the best part. And it's the best part. We don't understand that. But we don't it's the like best it when it happens. Yeah, while it's yeah. happening, yeah. yeah. But when you look past it, the, the worst is usually the best. It is. Right. And it is. It's so funny. I was, um, I literally was talking about this today um, with my team, and I was preaching, you know, like, some of you guys think some people like had an overnight success and it's like no 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 mm-hmm. you just you just weren't paying attention when they weren't successful when they, when they weren't successful and i go right. what happens on every overnight success is it took a long time to happen so fast mm-hmm. right like you mm-hmm. it took a long you, time right, to happen, happen so, so fast, fast. Yeah. yeah that's 100 percent right like it, you work you work you work you work and all of a sudden it happens everybody's like yeah how do you do that it's like yeah how'd you do this so you didn't see me sleeping on the floor doc yeah like yeah you like missed I, all I, of that i just wasn't you know i wasn't talking and complaining but like I was putting the work in. I was, yeah. the, I was the first in, last out for right. years and years and years and years. And then it's like, oh. Right. Yeah. And see, but you know, see, that, that's why these type of vehicles are important. These mm, podcasts. Speak on it. And people speaking and telling their stories. Because I think, like, Give a lot of hope. times because, um, you know, things that it may, can't be said on YouTube, that can't be said on this station. All right. The group, that the, the tribe that you're called to, to, to lead, they might want it a little raw. Right. And everybody's mm-hmm. gift is tweaked just a little different, so that we can reach these people and let them. Know. Because I think right. I think when we get so we get so uh, formal with how we're doing things and telling our stories, the, the gutter part gets left out, especially in today's part. culture. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in today's, in today's culture, culture. Yeah. because everybody wants to know that we live we, this microwave society. We want to think that it happens quick. Right. I remember when I first started this this, this whole journey, this whole spiritual journey, uh, and it was almost two years ago. And I kept looking back and I kept listening to different readers and I kept talking to different Sean. They were like, yeah, you know, I'm telling you in about two years, two and a half years, man, you're going to see the best of it. At that time, I'm like, yeah, I don't want it. I don't want no damn two years. What about now? What about tomorrow? Because two years and I'm like, two years is too long. But then I sit back and I look at the whole process now. 
I'm proud of that two years. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like being your most proud I, two years. <laughs> Steve Harvey has a uh, a motivational speech, and he was like, in the, in the middle of the speech, he said, a lot of times you sit back and you be like, well, source, we're God, we're universe. Why did you do me like this? You didn't have to do me like this. Had you just told me and just showed me a little bit, I would I, I would have done it. No, you wouldn't have. I, w- yeah, I mm. wish that was true for me. I, I know I know I need to get slapped around by God. Yeah. Like, I know it. Like, it, 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 had, in my situation no where I was, yeah. had that day, had my Achilles not torn, oh, yeah, uh-huh. I'd have been I'd have been back over there. I'd have right. been I'd have still been I'd have still been in my same situation. Had right. it not torn. Right. Had had things What not was your situation? Happen. Well, um uh my spiritual journey started like um I I, I said a prayer. Um twenty twenty I said a prayer and the and, and you know, now I'm learning that man has to really, really understand the energy and the intentions he puts on his prayer. You know? Because if you put the right energy and intention on it, true energy and true, it's gonna happen. And I had just bought my Moldavite, which was crazy. Mm. So my prayer was at at the time I was I was doing good in finance. I had about 35, 40 people that would show up at my house. Uh, we were doing um, loans, uh, financial consulting for people, credit repair, leveraging credit investment, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Helium, things like that. But not knowing and understanding that the people will around the world that were around me weren't for me; they were only there for what I could get them. And in that, just learning how everything fell apart. Uh, so in it, uh, went through a divorce, uh, tore my Achilles eight weeks out from uh, getting ready to compete, uh, and then lost my mom to COVID all within a six-week span. Um, I woke up one morning and, and just looked around and saw reciprocity just wasn't in effect in my marriage. I had been married for 15 years, faithfully married for 15 years, um, you know, uh, and how people viewed me in my home as a father, as a husband, was, you know, as a real stand-up guy, but at, but wasn't happy. Um, I was seriously craving love on another level, and I kept seeing this love in my dreams and stuff like that, not knowing mm. that the person I was with was not, I was begging a person to give me something that they, at the time, what life had dealt them, they weren't ready to give, you know? Mm-hmm. And you, you're talking about two people meeting meeting uh, from an unhealed standpoint. You have to, now on this side of heal, you can understand why it went, how it went. But going through all that, I found myself at home, like just seeing how my, my kids were being stripped away from me and stuff. I was to the point I was about to blow my brains out, literally. Mm-hmm. And in that, in that, um, the first time I attempted that, um, I saw, uh, my screen lit up and it was me and my son <laughs> and you know uh, mm-hmm. every phone I have I put uh, my, my son like I never wanted anything better than I wanted a son I got four girls and my son was the last one mm-hmm. and when he was born you know they, he was only breathing on his own for like 43 seconds so you know it was a lot he went through but yet he's here yeah. so uh, in that when I saw his picture it was like uh, spirit was like that boy watches everything you do Right. So you got to understand this invokes something totally different if you, you decide want, yeah. to do this, you know. So then I so in that moment, I immediately stepped back, uh, you know, on the journey through everything. I found my strength in my pain. Mm-hmm. I found like I, I literally I kept having this dream uh, about different different situations uh, represented by people beating me down, stomping me. Like, you know, uh, coming from the hood, you know, you get into a fight, you ever right. fall on the ground, they stomp you out. I, I fought a gang once um, <laughs> to, to help my buddy and nobody else got out of the car but me. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. time out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in that, I kept, I, I, kept, I, I, oh, I, I kept seeing 
That didn't uh, even humble me. <laughs> as as I kept looking up, I kept seeing the whole and in the dream, I kept having this dream over and over. And you know, like when you're seeing a dream of you getting beat or something like that going mm-hmm. going wrong, you want to wake up as quick as possible. Right. But the revelation is on the other side of the dream if you ever get to the end. They say bad dreams have the best messages. They do. And and this one this one was a hell of a bad one. And so in it, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just seeing all these situations beating me down. But as I uh, I remember talking to um, Shaman Ra, which is uh, a good friend of mine, Derek. You're telling me about it. Mm-hmm. And so he told me, he was like, you know, what you have to learn in healing, you have to allow the emotions to come to the surface. Mm-hmm. He said, if it's anger, he said, a lot of times you, in your healing process, you know that anger is bad. And so when anger comes up, you just want to get rid of it as quick as possible. And a lot of people, they just kind of block out their mind and they just want to like, okay, out of sight of the mind, uh, anger don't dwell here. No, it's going to take more than mm-hmm. that to deal with it. Right. You have to allow it to surface. And so that was the problem, allowing the anger to surface. And as it surfaced, now you transmute it into wisdom, into light, into impact, into power. Don't run from the pain. Don't run from the pain. Dude, yeah. and, and we always try to control to our you. thoughts. I, I am here to tell you. We were just talking about Carmen and I. We uh, were watching something on Nikola Tesla. And so bottom line is I was thinking about when you're talking about water, banks, yeah. I was thinking about the winds because I told I was like, you know, the, uh, the the construct of our business, we want to build it like like a like an electrical generator or something. Mm-hmm. Like, well, she said, what do you mean? I said, so we got all of this energy coming our way, wind, water, whatever, right? Then if you have the right generator or the right base or the right foundation or the right, you know, mm-hmm. structure to mm-hmm. your company, mm-hmm. you can Conduit have, or whatever. You, yeah, you can take all of this energy mm-hmm. and channel it into one specific area, whatever area you decide you want to channel that's it powerful. into. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what you were doing with your dreams. And you're talking about mm-hmm. a revelation. All revelation means is a redefinition of redefinition. the beginning. Yeah. So you got to let that emotion come on up, observe mm-hmm. it, figure it out, put it in the generator, focus it. And focus it. And now, now you just I'm took, sitting here wide open. I'm like, but, yes, But Pete, yes. this, people, listen, listen to and even uh, in what you just said. So now that type of energy, you just took the energy that was potential, Okay. And that's a, that's us control trying to control that energy, mm-hmm. right? We're trying to control that energy, right? Right, right. right. All right so, but the key is not to not control, control, not to control right? it. Let it flow. We're trying to make that energy kinetic. You're trying, mm-hmm. and, and in kinetic energy, when you have a generator, what's the term for potential energy? Latent. Potential energy. Potential energy is simply something that that the, has to that, that has like the potential energy. to be yeah, latent. Yeah. Energy, but you uh, don't necessarily know you, yeah. what the power is. But it has. But it has power. No, to it has build. it. Yeah, it got something and, and, in there. But kinetic energy is if this says this is this is five thousand watts. We know we got five thousand watts right here. Right. right. Okay. So we're trying to we're trying to turn something that's potential into something that's kinetic, and see mm. with our with our thoughts and energy. It, it, it was never necessarily meant to be controlled like that. Right. All right. So right. allow it to flow. Mm-hmm. But now, once we channel it, okay, yeah, that's kinetic energy. Yeah. Because we're channeling it to what that particular area in our life that we focusing on. And like you said, now once you channel it, now you direct that energy right there. So the difference between the kinetic and the potential. Speak on it, Chris. Yeah. Speak on it. I told you. I'm I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking, I was like, this is a great episode. Because <laughs> the thing about Chris, man, is when you see him, I passed by Chris for weeks mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. I'd be on my bike, come home, do whatever. For those of you guys that can't see Chris, he's like 6'4", 6'5", 6'5", 253. Yeah, he's down to 253. Yeah, but I was bigger. I was over 400 pounds when I started. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I'm, so I'm riding by dude. him. I'm, I'm riding by Chris. And, you know, we, we speak, but we never really, you know, talk. Mm-hmm. And so one day at Crunch, finally talked to him. 
And for a man of that sheer size. I just picture you two fucking monsters at the gym. <laughs> People and being then, like, oh, God. You to see his buddy work and out And then Jock was yeah. standing there with us. I yeah. said, hold on. I think this is this is all us. That's uh, I said, wait no more. So that's Jock. That's my trainer. Yeah, that's So that's, that's the one that tra- transformed right. me. Right. He the one right. transformed me from 430 pounds to to what I am now. So I'm, the, I'm so, trying so to. So to look, to look at him, and then you begin talking, and then I could actually feel him. You right, know what right. I mean? Like kind of like when me, when you and I first met. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. Could, I could feel him. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, Chris, oh, Chris, I got something for you. <laughs> you yeah, got yeah. to come over here. Yeah. And little did I know he had something for me. So there you go, right there. That was me. Okay. Big, yeah. Big church boy, talking about fasting and praying, but yeah. I was one fasting, but eating fast though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, one turning down a meal, man. But when I when I uh, when um, Jacques came up here, uh, he was like. Bro, you know, we got to get that off you. And I was like, yeah, man, I got to. And he was like, oh, yeah. don't worry. But when he put the meal plan together and what do you What do you eat? Uh, right now, right now, I kind of I kind of eat what I want. But What did you eat to get? To get there. Okay, so um, he did my meal plan based on my blood type. And so in the blood. Based on your blood type? Yeah, the mm-hmm. blood tells you everything. It'll tell no you shit. What's what your you blood can. type? Um, uh, I, 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 gotta, I don't remember my blood type. You got to be on that one. Sorry, but, uh, <laughs> but, but um, I don't. I don't know mine either. I was yeah. just curious, like. But um, um, once they broke it down to my blood type, it told me what meats that my body would. Oh, because some people don't need meat. Some yeah. people need meat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and my body needs meat. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Oh, so, I'm, it, I'm like meat dependent. Yeah, but 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 in that once once he broke it down to like you know what I could consume and couldn't consume, what meats were good for me, what fats were good. My first, my first month just following everything with water, cardio, and training, mm-hmm. 43 pounds. 43 pounds in one month. The month after that, it was 29 pounds. Yeah, that's right. And after, the, after that first month, I lost enough weight to be like, oh, yeah, we can do this. Right, because it was that 43. It was realistically, mm-hmm. 43 mm-hmm. was probably realistically like 70, but there's probably yeah. some muscle mass put back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so after that, man, I, I, I took it and ran with it and been in the gym ever since, man. Like it's it's literally my sanctuary. It's, it's We've now touched on my on the three life hacks I give to my agents: wake up early, um, read books, exercise, mm-hmm. exercise, and then I, I throw like two others in there. It's write goals, definitely. Excuse me, and mm-hmm. um, and move out of your hometown at some point. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. Are the, those are the life hacks I give everybody. I'm like, if you want to accelerate your life, you do these things. In five years, your life is going to be, oh, like I don't even know how many times different, but just you will. It, those things read books yeah like Hold, yeah totally exercise well, I, I feel like fitness I, I think um um i tell people all the time fitness will literally put you in touch with your demons um, oh yeah. and, and and i mean immediately mm-hmm. see like if if you're the type of person that you said like well when life throws what, me what do you this, mean by that so so what I, what I mean by that is if you're the type of person that said well when life throws me this then i react like this when hard times come then I'm gonna hang in there. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. No matter what, I won't give up. It gives you. It gives you the stay. It, exactly. It, yeah. Because I'm here. That's 100. percent Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rep. Rep. 13. Uh-huh. Of set five will tell you who you are. Is it, or better are, yet, are you a quitter? Mile 26 plank, on the marathon. Plank yeah, position. <laughs> exactly. Plank position. Mm. Oh man. Three minutes. Yeah. You'll know exactly who you are. I remember we um we did a a conference. Uh, it was a, a Christian conference um for our church, and we did it uh, called Fitness and Faith. Mm-hmm. And um, I got a chance to do the uh, fitness, well, the faith part, right? And so I um, asked a bunch of these well-known pastors that was there. A lot of the pastors that was in, like, the Eagle Nest, like Eddie Long, Creflo Dollar, right. like, a lot of these big, big-name pastors. I'm like, okay, so 
you feel like you have a relationship with God to the point where no matter what you ask for, he'll show up and help you right now. Like, yeah, yeah, come on, you know how church people are. Yeah. yeah, anything, it don't matter what it is. It don't matter how small, it don't matter how big, it right, don't matter right. if it's alpha or omega, right. he's gonna help me, brother, okay? Yeah. Let's get in plain position. I wanna help you understand your relationship. I wanna like, you know, um, right. what's his name, James Allen. Um, as a man, as a man thinks, mm -hmm. great book, great book, very, very small Let's do book. Quick read, quick read, but very complex. I just reread it again last month. I I've read been, it every year. Really? I've been committing, I've been committing to rereading that book, rereading at least a chapter out of that book every day until the end of this year. I read the book mm. thirteen times so far. Okay, but in my okay. copy of that book, I got it in the car. I have so many notes in it, but I'm learning something different every time I read mm -hmm. that book. As well, you should be. But he says, uh, James Allen says, circumstances and situations never turn you into the person that you are. They are simply the vehicle that exposes exactly who and what you are. Exactly. So when pressure comes on a pipe, it's only it's only exposing what the pipe is. Mm -hmm. When life happens, it's only exposing what the man or the woman is. If you just so happen to be weak in this area, that's fine. Life just exposed that you were weak in spirituality. So what do you do? It's just like the gym. Faith is a muscle. Work it. Yep. Train it. There you go. So in that area that you've been exposed that you're weak in, now work on it. Oftentimes, a lot of people just take that into themselves and they self-sabotage. Oh, my God. Straight it's the most thing. I'll tell you that from being a, a business leader. Mm -hmm. when, the time I lose my agents the most is when they're doing well, not when they're doing bad. Mm. Right. I mean, what'll happen is they'll do well and then they'll disappear and then they'll start doing bad and then they'll blame it on that. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But but it, it stems from they'll have like a they'll have a four thousand dollar week or they'll have a six thousand dollar week or they'll have a whatever, right? Right. And then and then they'll party, which is cool, you ought to do the same shit. Um, but then they don't show up for a couple of days and a couple mm -hmm. of days and then all of a sudden now they're inconsistent and now the leads are bad. I'm like, dog, it's the same leads. You were working mm -hmm. the same, like, they're like exactly. two weeks ago. Yeah. Exactly. But what did they do? They broke the connect they, of that level of connection. Right, right. And so you were, you were going good. You were on a wavelength. You were doing different rituals at that time. Right. Mm -hmm. Now you stepped off and started partying and celebrating all the money that you're making. So you kind of broke that connection. Right, right. Now you have to regain that connection in order to get back on that frequency or go for I, another one. You know what, man? We we are having the same conversation in in different areas, and I think is is it's powerful for whoever is going to watch and or listen. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, least common denominator. Just like working out, you get to working out, you lose the weight, you're looking good, mm -hmm. then you start kind of falling off a little bit, yada yeah. yada, blah 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 blah. And the trick of of everything in per the world of me now, nothing I've read, is you want to get away from this, mm -hmm. the bipolar stuff, mm -hmm. and get get more. To this, yeah. Yes, yeah. which would actually be a higher vibration. A higher anyway. vibration, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's there's more harmony in the frequency, mm -hmm. right? Right. When it's too up and down, there's there's no there's no song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it's, it's, no, you're yeah, still tuning no song. in. Um, there's there, another thing too is, is self sabotage is so common. Um, it's Sandler something is the name of this guy that teaches this like sales technique or, or whatever. Um, this guy and try to sell it to me, but what I, I the only thing I really got out of it, to be completely honest. Um, not knock like the actual Sandler thing works uh, just the consultant that they were trying to sell me this thing just weren't good and mm -hmm. it was, I was like you're right. going to be a business coach you can't sell me like on this and you're supposed to be a sales coach come on dog yeah sales like, yeah. person but, but either way right he, he gave this good example and it was um, most people will hate the job they're doing and the amount of money they get they say is not sustainable enough and most of them won't look to leave their job and if they do they're going to look for a job in the same field making about the exact same money same amount yeah and, and it's like the truest thing you'll ever hear. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's so funny because you talk to friends, they're like, yeah. you know, bitching, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. The same thing if they ever the go to look for a new job, it's basically the exact same yeah. salary, right. basically doing the exact same thing. Yeah. So, but why, why do you think that is? It's because what, it's um, a thing of, of self-worth that either they built into themselves or they've allowed the outside world to build into themselves. And then they're afraid of, they're afraid of the uncertainty and they're afraid of failing, right? Mm-hmm. So they're afraid of success, they're afraid of failing. Like same things, two mm-hmm. sides of the same coin, right? right. Like the same shit. So my view on that, and I think my success is, like when you're saying like, you know, when life shows you, it shows you who you are. Like I was like thinking like, I'm kind of proud of myself because like I am at my calmest and my sense of humor is best when everything's falling on me. Everything's falling on me. Right. And, and I'm literally uh-huh. like, I'm yeah. like, Yo, I'm like a rider in the storm. Yeah. But like when things are good, it's usually when I sabotage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like. But see, I'm, I'm yeah. going to tell you, I heard, a, uh, I forget what, what is his name? Something Hollis. Is it uh, the motivational speaker, James Hollis? I've heard that name. Um, very, I'm very proud. He never, never writes a speech out, does everything off top of the head. Really? Um, young dude, he went into a school uh, where he was from and they uh, hired him to speak. And he was like, okay, I'm going to go in here and speak. But after this, I'm going to go ahead and commit suicide. And he said, I'm going to do it because I want them to remember me. And when he walked out, they were cheering so loud that he turned back around and went back in there. And, his, and life totally changed for him. Wow. He only wanted to manifest the fact of when he speak, he gets paid and he's able to eat. That's all he wanted to manifest. So they called him again and they paid him. So immediately he was like, even though he was emotionally distraught and he was going to go kill himself, he thought, he was like, hold on, I wanted to manifest the fact that I would speak, I would get paid, and I would be able to eat. Mm-hmm. They just paid me. I just manifested that. Why am I going to kill myself? No, what now, that I'm, now that I'm able yeah. to manifest that, we have to say, and, and that's the thing about the small battles. We got to start celebrating. We have so many small battles right. all the mm. day. We never write them out. We never celebrate them. And the thing about it, like in life, I never celebrated things. Even if, even if my wife wanted to throw me a party, I couldn't enjoy the party because I was in my mind of I got to be security. I got to be a man got to provide, man got to protect, man got to procreate. And you're so locked in. And so programmed to think about that and other things than enjoying the moment. Then enjoying the moment. What he said and what you're saying, especially about Hollis, mm-hmm. it's about the belief in mm-hmm. yourself. You start forming that chakra that, between that, that, that 14 belief, yeah. and 20 years old. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I know that drew me to you, to where, to where did we start. I, I could tell instantly that Luke had a, a strong belief in himself. Mm-hmm. Not not saying that he was arrogant or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I just like the fact that they had belief in who he is as a person. But in the wrong Same energy, though. In the wrong energy, people will take it as arrogant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. yeah, that but that's, but that's, mm-hmm. but that, that's the exact same with you. Mm-hmm. Once, especially when we when we reconnected mm-hmm. and we standing there in front of everybody mm-hmm. having that conversation, I know it, it, it was like, 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 like the flies attracting to the light type mm-hmm. of thing. And when we finished that conversation, me and Carmen looked at each other like, "Why?" Because we had all, we had had conversations about we finna meet somebody. Yeah, that about yeah. Why? Little did we know it was right dead slap in the middle of the gym. And the, and the, and the crazy thing is how even now since we since uh, I came and did uh, the sound bath and Sean Cooper, oh, two guys, man, yeah, like yeah, the come do that. financial sure. the financial opportunities that have come. Yeah, my you way. were telling me about it. Yeah, like. Like seriously, life will be totally different in forty-five days. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about on a level that nobody in my family has ever been able to obtain. Yeah, I and told you, man, I'm, I'm proud taking, of you. taking that same thing and, like I told you, to your tribe and teaching them, mm-hmm. you know. And then, and then, like, something, a lot of times, uh, uh, some of the moves that we're making, on, uh, as long when Source makes the provision for them, some things have to be done in a way where it's not necessarily done to the masses. Mm-hmm. Everything that's done to on the masses is through manipulation. Mm. When you're talking about social media and all this stuff, all of it is just to manipulate people into living in the fear and not awakening to their true selves of who they actually are. All right. So when you're actually doing some of the stuff that we're doing, trying to get them to see, trying to deposit light in the darkness and stuff like mm-hmm. that, is, it, it gets a little difficult. But you got that one person that's out there listening. Right. Right. You got that one person that this podcast a hit and they be like, okay, they said X, Y, and Z, and it's going to automatically awaken something in them. Exactly. You know, we want it to hit the masses so bad, but as long as we're doing one by one, that's our masses. One step at a time. That, that, that one person, that's our masses. You know, yeah. and then everything, like I said, the, the key is to deposit good. So if we're aware and we're listening, you can't come around me and your energy be low. Yeah, my, energy, sick. my energy won't allow it. Yeah, you end up you know, sick. We, or, we, or we, worse. We are, we, we, if we are the lights, if you're a light and you're sitting in the room, how can darkness possibly come in there? It's no way possible. Can't work. It don't Cannot work. Cannot work. It don't work, right? One, one little match. Light one a little match. Room. Yeah, light a whole room. Darkness right. can't come in. So. That's super interesting. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking right now, too. I mean, that was the, the point of, <clears throat> I've talked about a couple times in the show, like how the show got kind of manifested and I saw the show coming and then I felt it coming and all that. I remember but, you talking about it, but it was um, it was it was wild. Like the two different points, like a free game and all this other shit. Um, and I and I was told like in a meditation, like it's not time for it to get big yet. It has to have a certain amount of episodes so that when mm-hmm. it does, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not even doing this for any financial. I mean, I, I hope to not lose money, but any financial <laughs> gain. Um, I mean, if it comes, comes. So like, cool, right? You know, bring <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it in. But like, yeah. At the same time, it was. Um, just to bring about reasonable open conversations, mm-hmm. right? So, like, it, in the echo chamber of social media, in the way schools are taught, where things are right or wrong, and it is or it isn't, and then people find out that they're taught incorrect history, and then it makes them mad because they were taught that it was right or wrong, mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of, like, there's degrees of everything, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, this was the concept to give them, like... Like, I love Joe Rogan, right? Because... I think he's open-minded and mm-hmm. he allows people to express their opinions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. and I think that that he's one of the healthiest things for America, whether you agree with him or not, because he has open conversations with just the widest variety yeah. of guests. Right. He does. Right? He right. does. Uh-huh. And it's, and it's like more of that is just good for the atmosphere mm-hmm. and for people. Exactly. Especially if you're, cl- if you're enclosed, just like you mm-hmm. were saying, move outside of your, your zip code. Right. You know, or at least visit outside of your zip code so yeah. that you can understand no, the yeah, puzzle I, that you're a part of. Right. Yeah. So I, I generally, I, I just hope this reaches as many people as possible. We had a physicist on here one time. Um, and amongst other things, it was really interesting. Um, he decided he, he works for, I forget what university, he like didn't want to say because he agreed with a lot of my controversial views, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was explaining why I'm able to manifest so much and, and all that. But what he was saying was... Um, Shit, what was it? Uh, oh, he he listened or he looked up the stats, and we had like the longest listening time per listener. 
Mm. Uh, Mike's Mike's nodding back there, but it was like he goes, I wasn't sure <laughs> I was going to do this, and I listened to your thing. He goes, you guys curse a lot, but then I was like, but they're really, but they're really rational thinkers. They're very reasonable, and he goes, so as much as I didn't necessarily like the cursing. Uh, he was like, I listened to each of the episodes and I was like, wow, these guys are actually like da da da. He goes, so I decided to do it. And then I decided, well, maybe we'll see if it's even worth it. And I looked and I don't even know how to do it. He's the one that showed me my stats. Mm. And then Mike pulled the stats and we had like 130,000 downloads, which blew my fucking mind. Yeah, when you told me that. And I was like, yeah. what? And we had um, like some of the longest listening time per listener, which also blew my mind. And it was really I'm not, cool. I'm not surprised at that. It was just really cool because it was like, obviously we're not Joe Rogan or like some of these other guys. Um, at least not yet, right? Um, but it was people that are listening are obviously engaged in the conversations because they're mm. listening for longer. Yeah, exactly. That, so that's what I'm you, saying. You, I'm not surprised. You, you're giving them what they want to hear. Yeah, I'm not trying or to do clickbait. They need to hear. Yeah, I'm not trying to do clickbait. None of that. I'm trying to have like real, like, hey, let's get to the bottom of this. Right. Yeah. Like, and even though we get to the bottom of it, let's figure out how you got to where you got to. Mm. Right. So exactly. Everybody's story is going to yeah, give you a little bit of a little, little bit of hope. Yeah. So that, uh, yeah, I guess that's the thing is, is hope would be like mm-hmm. the goal of free game. Yeah, right. It would be how you free. How do you free somebody? Give them hope. Yeah, yeah. which is kind hope. of what you guys are talking about. Yeah, just, just like he said, hope hope sparks everything. You when you start to read, reading that reading expands your right. mind, and when it expands mm-hmm. your mind, it's giving you hope that you can maybe expand into that. Then you take a look at your situation and you start to tear down walls, especially when you start to come into good information. Yeah, like so, I love the way you're rereading. Yeah, the, that book. Yeah. And because so all, all you're doing is, is with your new knowledge. Because if you look at life, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just a culmination of experiences and mm-hmm. your perception mm-hmm. of those experiences. Every time you go back and read it, you're reading the, you're reading the same words, but it's meaning something different. Different. And, and the key word that you just said is perception. Right, right. So, you know, depending on how we grow, our perception will be different every day. Mm-hmm. If, we're in a, if we're in a consistent ascension, then your perception should be different on everything every day anyway because you're mm. constantly looking to learn you're constantly looking to grow right so that means tomorrow i shouldn't be where i was yesterday right because we're constantly the right. perception you're always and, and see now it's all about that your level of awareness now are you aware that you're constantly ascending and constantly growing mm-hmm. or, or do you even have that hunger to consistently ascend and grow because if you are then that means your perception is changing every day right exactly you have to you have to see things differently every single day right and now like you said that means you have to be in the now the moment you don't worry about tomorrow right you only worry about the moment so if we were if we're if we're if we're living only in the moment now we're not thinking about the destination we're only focused on what the journey the journey which is the key to the whole thing in the first place Y'all feeding me today, Jack. <laughs> I think we're feeding each I, other, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I think everybody's feeding each other here. And to use another Jay-Z quote, like the sixth one I've used today, um, you don't work that hard to stay the same. No. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> exactly. that, I just saw that interview. Um, Dude, he uh, watches interviews, bro. If you watch his really? interviews, Jay-Z's so wise. If you look I, at he's my favorite you watch his interviews from the past and you look at um, the interviews of uh, Dame Dash and Rockefeller and all of them, mm-hmm. you could see when he started to ascend and in one of the interviews, he's just looking at them, how they talking and stuff like, yeah, yeah, I'm about to leave y'all ass behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, it's literally like he, you know? just, he went past him. Like Dame Dash, in my opinion, I'm not even talking shit, but like I'm not a huge fan of him in interviews. Mm. Um, Jay-Z, man, like I love, I don't know if I saw any interviews from him back when he was completely with Rockefeller, mm-hmm. but like I think the first one I saw with him was on Bill Maher. <laughs> Bill Maher would try to set him up with like some of those like, catch you questions mm-hmm. and right. like before he'd answer take a second and give like the wittiest like kind of funny but super wise answer at the same time mm-hmm. right 
And then um, Bloomberg, I lived in New York then, Bloomberg did a show called Game Changers. And like, did this one on Jay-Z and I was like, this dude is just brilliant. And then I started yeah. looking up all his different interviews and it was like, he was always so wise and like truthful. Like he doesn't say mm-hmm. anything that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Like he might word things in like a, a way. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Slick with Like this one time, like Bill Maher, like, cause Jay-Z was talking about how he liked Sinatra and then Bill Maher goes, yeah, but you're real and those guys weren't, you know, they were talking about, you know, luck be a lady three times and then they were having a, a, like a threesome or something like that, right? Yeah, and right. then Jay-Z goes, so the dude was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, like he was telling the truth. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like, he was like, maybe you don't like the way he did it, but he was, you know, like whatever. Um, but yeah, so I, I just always, I'm super fascinated by him. And then, kind of, I, I think, kind of a dope way because we're basically at our time uh, flew by. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I told you, I told you this was gonna happen. So Jay Z has this awesome quote again in Black Is King, um, and it's when the kid kind of starts realizing his power, mm-hmm. and he goes, "How could I say I believe in God?" And say I'm a child of God, and not say that God's in me. That doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. right? That's real at all. And it, it's weird because you, you know, I, I would offend people in the church if I was like, "Hey, you know, like God's within me," mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "No, no, 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 no." Like you know, you, and I'd be like, "But I believe in God, uh-huh. and I'm a child of God." Mm-hmm. So like, how how could he not be? And God is in the church, and the yeah. church is in me. And if and if God's in me, and, and I'm a child of God, like. Shouldn't I be able to talk to my parents? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, yeah. why do I got to talk to you? Yeah. Like, like, I got no problem talking to you, but like, back yeah, to but source. Back that's to your source. That, that, yeah. Exactly. That's source. why I'm trying to connect it with that. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. But it, it, it all it all goes back to source. And, and, and when we talk about, you know, you saying why are Christians so on, um, you know, pushing back? I think it's fear. I don't. I, it is. I, I think. I think even with good intentions, it is. Like, because again, like I'm thinking, uh, some dude said, like, and, and that's not not because hopefully they listen. Um, I think they were like honestly trying to help me, right? Mm-hmm. From from their level of understanding. Mm-hmm. From their level, yeah. of, their exactly. level and, of understanding. And, you know, not to me a dick, but I think for some people that that's great and PG-13 movies are necessary. Mm-hmm. And some people can go a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And like, and, and you know, like, like again, like, like what I was talking <laughs> no. about, like stay in your lane. Exactly. Yeah. Some people got different lanes. Like, right, and, right. and there's nothing wrong with that. Just don't try to control others. Or, yeah. Okay. Or be, but yeah. my biggest thing is don't try to control me. You yeah, can only drive yeah. one car at a time. You, you can't. You can yeah. only drive yeah. one at a time. That's, yeah, it. that's it. That's it. Yeah. So I, I think I think that's a wrap, boys. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, well, you know, thanks again for listening to Free Game. You know, we're going to be more consistent. Um, Rock's going to be handling basically a lot of the, the other stuff that I just was not. Um, and then, as always, thanks to Business Radio X, Mike, uh, his son Connor, you know, helping us out. And thanks so much to, to Chris. And Most definitely. Most guys, definitely. check out Level Up Financial Consultants. Um, check them out. Are you, can you work outside of the state too? Oh, most definitely. Most okay, definitely. so um, what's the best way for them to contact you? Um, IG. IG is going to be your, your easiest way to get me. Uh, so I get what is so much IG? work through IG. Uh, I, I, I I, I stalk IG more than I do my. my what own. is your tag? Uh, it's uh, Mr. Level Up. M um, R underscore underscore L E V E L underscore underscore U P. Okay. There you have So M R underscore underscore level L E V E L underscore underscore U P. So if you're looking for any type of credit game, anything like that, spirituality, hit me. I'm an open book. Workouts. Workouts, all of it. Meal plans. In and every way, man. All hey. right, guys. But, you know, just another episode of Free Game. Unrestricted <laughs> conversation. There you go. You never, you never know where it's going to go. <laughs> Spirituality and psychedelics always come up, though. <laughs> yeah, That's good. Imagine That's good. that. Imagine that, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.